Episode 224 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that were important to Wichita's business community. Even though COVID numbers seem to be spiking, more passengers are traveling on the airlines. So the airlines are expanding, and that means work for Boeing and Wichita's Spirit Aerosystems. We'll get an update on what's going on from Wichita Business Journal aerospace reporter Daniel McCoy. First, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. The pandemic meant we had to put some programs and events on hold. That includes our popular Career Women program. Well, we're ramping it back up with more than 50 women who will gather over the next six months to talk about career development and paths to success. Details about that program and the women who are participating begin on page 22. Also this week, a WBGA special report still on standby. Business travel started a rebound, but it has been slowed by the latest COVID variant. You can read what the nation's top hotel, airline, and travel leaders plan to do about it. That coverage begins on page 10. This week's list, the Wichita area's largest private companies ranked by revenue. That's on page six. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 41. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Aerospace and aviation reporter, Daniel McCoy. Thanks for joining me again. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me on, Bill. As the U.S. economy continues to seemingly emerge from the pandemic, more people are traveling the airlines are gaining confidence, and that means more work for aerospace companies. Are we seeing passenger numbers increase? We are seeing that, right? We're, we are continuing to see them increase, especially over uh, you know where they were last year. Uh, maybe still a little below uh, 2019 levels, and there is some concern about business travel um, kind of really fully returning with the with Delta variant, obviously. Um, leisure travel has been big, has been the big driver for airlines uh, this year. So there's a little bit of concern as we head into the fall, but um, we are seeing more orders uh, from airlines for, you know, Boeing and Airbus aircraft. And that does translate to uh, work obviously here in Wichita. So um, as it continues to grow, and I think certainly as vaccination levels continue to rise and, uh, uh, domestic travel still uh, holding on pretty well. There's still, like I said, concern about international travel, especially um, kind of continues through the fall. But as as that kind of starts to open back up and and business travel does return, um, which it's it's expected to eventually, um, we'll see more and more uh, passenger 
counts, higher passenger counts, and then that, you know, that's revenue for airlines, and then that's money that they spend on new aircraft, which is, you know, money uh, uh, for production here in Wichita. So uh, I think we'll see it kind of continue to build through next year. Let's dive into sort of that um, company impact. What happens in Boeing obviously connects to Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita. So let's take a first uh, look at Boeing and what's going on there. Uh, you've been able to write quite a bit over the last oh, month or so about developments of Boeing. Yeah, um, obviously, like I said, Boeing uh, has a direct impact here on Spirit, which used to be part of Boeing until it spun off in 2005. So Spirit still has work on all Boeing commercial aircraft programs. So um, they've been trying to diversify uh, and, and have successfully done so, but uh, still about 50, 45 to 50% of their revenue still comes from Boeing. So uh, it's the it's still the main driver. So uh, Boeing has seen um, uh, good, you know, good order activity uh, through the year. Um, deliveries are starting to increase specifically with the 737 MAX, which of course was, was grounded for uh, 20 months. Um, uh, through uh, around the uh, late last year, uh, started being uh, returned to service by regulators. So that's picking up, but they are still kind of, uh, they're battling continued production issues on the 787 for, uh, and Spirit um, has some role in that here in Wichita. They build the forward fuselage on uh, the composite forward fuselage on the, on the Dreamliner. And, and there is a, a component in that forward fuselage that is needing some rework done. So they've got that going. Um, but, you know, with the narrow body um, improvement, uh, I think you're seeing Boeing uh, kind of rise uh, a little bit in terms of production. And they've, they've slowed down on some planned layoffs as well. I think they're going to start growing. Um, and as they grow, we'll see, we'll see Spirit here uh, in Wichita grow right along with it. Spirit's already talked about hiring about 4,600 people through uh, around 2024 as they kind of kind of reverse the 5,000 layoffs that they had last year, unfortunately, due to COVID and the max grounding. So um, just kind of continue to rise alongside Boeing, and it'll be primarily due to, to the increases on the 737 MAX. So we now turn our eyes a little closer to home and Spirit Aerosystems. How is uh, Spirit benefiting from all this? Yeah, Spirit's just continuing to, to grow. Um, the continuing to hire this year. Uh, they're building new facilities just out um, adjacent to their facilities uh, earlier this week, and and there's still hangar construction happening on the Air Capital flight line, and and uh, some of that's for Spirit, some of that's for NIAR. Um, so continuing to grow, um, and we'll see. Uh, what what we've been seeing is even as the wide body production has slowed, like the seven eight seven and the triple seven. Um, they've been just kind of shuffling people over to the 737 program because that's continuing continuing to ramp up. So we're not seeing any uh, real net job loss at all. We're actually seeing gains um, out at Spirit. So as they continue to build up, then their supplier base builds up, um, and and you know uh, smaller companies begin to hire. That's you know kind of the story now is everyone's uh, just kind of like every industry. Everyone's looking for talent. Um, fortunately for aerospace, a lot of that talent is still present. Um, you know, they may have unfortunately lost their jobs last year, but um, they're still in the area and and are able and, and ready to go to work and, and retrain in some cases. So um, yeah, we're, we're seeing spirit grow and that just kind of grows the uh, entire local economy along with it. You talked about maybe 4,600 workers. When we talk about that number, 
it sounds like most of those folks are people who worked at Spirit, lost their jobs, and maybe you're getting recalled, do you think? Yeah, a, a large percentage of that, I think, will be recalls, um, certainly with the the uh, you know the unionized folks uh, a lot of them just it, you know people people here are prepared for the worst I think a lot of times in a cyclical industry and have gone through things like this before certainly not a global pandemic but downturns in the industry so a lot of folks you know they save for that rainy day and uh, they just kind of you know can ride it out work work odd jobs on the side and wait for the industry to school back up. So I think uh, a good number of these folks will be recalls, but I know WSU Tech, uh, certainly their, their training partner is, is staying busy and training folks uh, for, you know, not only Spirit, but for Textron and Bombardier. Um, uh, so there's a lot of a lot of demand out there and, and some of it will be met with new hiring too, not just uh, recalled workers, so. You talked about diversification for Spirit. One of the ways they want to do that is with much more defense work has that been ramping up out there yeah defenses has been kind of the biggest um growing piece of their portfolio um it'll be a billion dollar business for them by uh the the middle of this decade that's been a kind of an intentional number for them um and they've recently paired space with defense so now they have a new division spirit defense and space so they're trying to get into more uh, work uh, with NASA and other agencies like that. Um, but defense has been a, a big driver for them from the B-21 um, to, to the uh, CH-47 and, and other and the, uh, the Bell V-280. Uh, they, they've got a lot of, of packages of work on multiple defense programs. And of course, the KC-46 tanker, they build the uh, uh, forward fuselage on the 767 for that. So um, they've been continuing to grow defense. Um, it's been something, it's been a goal of, of Tom Gentile, the CEOs, uh, kind of ever since he took over in 2016. And, and they're certainly executing on that. And they've even talked about, he talked in their, their latest uh, quarterly report about having won some new classified work that they can't even talk about yet. So, um, but just talking to folks out there, like defense has been just, uh, you know, kind of eating up operations almost like if there was a slow spot in commercial work, like defense has moved in and, and kind of build it back up. So um, they've definitely, they've definitely uh, swung heavy into defense. And I think that'll benefit us uh, in the long run. Just it's, it's so much more stable uh, uh, for, for every company involved in it. So it's definitely a good place for spirit and for Wichita to be. As spirit ramps up, is there a lag time on the uh, suppliers, do they ramp up at the same time as Spirit, or is there kind of a they're kind of behind a little bit? There could be some lag, and some of that's kind of uh, dependent upon individual suppliers. Um, much like Spirit, though, um, the supply base is heading back into this, um, having been preparing in uh, 2018 to ramp up to record levels on the 737 MAX. So um, for a lot of suppliers, there is already capacity built into their system to, to get to 52 aircraft a month. And uh, they're, they're under 30 right now, trying to get back to 31 per month by the start of next year. But that's expected to kind of continue to grow um, output per month uh, through 2022 and 2023 uh, to get back to around that 47, 52 aircraft a month level. So having already prepared for it, for a lot of suppliers, I think it, it means there's capacity in their production system. I think the big challenge will be labor. 
um, finding the folks to, to be able to, to help pull that off. So um, that'll be certainly something we'll track through uh, the remainder of this year and, and on into next year as they do kind of start to ramp up. I think we'll see a significant ramp up next year on, on the max, especially. Let's take a look at another part of the industry, general aviation. How are things at Textron these days? Things are going really well for Textron Aviation. Um, the the business jet market has has really uh, picked up and and uh, actually kind of coming back around to what some analysts think is is kind of the 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 best spot it's been in actually since the Great Recession. So going all the way back to two thousand and eight, um, things had had you know improved from then, but it uh, largely remained stagnant. And and now there's a real look. Um, ahead at, at, a, at a real growth market for business jets. So um, holding on really well, uh, Scott Donnelly, their CEO, talked in their latest quarterly uh, report just uh, about sales continuing to, to improve um, and utilization rates rising. And, and so you're seeing more flight activity and you're seeing fewer used jets on the market, um, which is good for new production because with more buyers coming in and there's not enough used jets to meet demand, they go new. So um, I think we'll see uh, continued production increases uh, Textron Aviation. They don't really talk about specific lines and output, but um, certainly they've been hiring, uh, hired uh, around 800 new people from March to July. Um, so, and they're continuing to hire now. So they're around 9,000 workers locally and continuing to grow. So uh, between that and then uh, they're uh, progressing on new, new aircraft programs like the Denali and Sky Courier, uh, those are continuing to develop. So um, yeah, all in all, pretty good, pretty good days out at Textron Aviation and uh, uh, probably gonna see uh, even better ones ahead. So that's another p uh, piece of good news for Wichita. Interesting to see on our latest employers list, Textron was at the top rather than Spirit. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since we saw that, and I, I don't think it's going to last very long. I think uh, Textron will probably get back around to that 10,000 employee level where they were uh, pretty much uh, before uh, the pandemic. And I think Spirit, you'll see them increase back to around 13,000, 13,500 or so. Um, but, you know, we'll be back. It'll be what will be uh, nice is that, you know, if, if, if things do hold in commercial aviation, it's been a long time since we had both segments really churning um, together like that. So um, that'll be a big economic driver for us for uh, the next several years and through the middle of the decade. How about Bombardier? Yeah, Bombardier's, uh, uh, they are continuing, obviously, their operations here in Wichita. We're getting the last Learjet uh built this year which is you know unfortunate uh for us from a production side but they're uh you know they maintain their uh, uh flight test center here it's uh the the primary flight test center for all of their business jet programs so um that that remains important you know you drive by there any day you're going to see a global 7500 out there you're going to see actually you're going to see an uh airbus a220 they keep flying that around here in wichita too so formerly the bombardier c series so the flight the flight test center is uh, very important to their operations uh that helps solidify wichita's importance uh with bombardier's uh you know with, with the with their overall portfolio, but also the service center here is super busy. Um, uh, just as I had said earlier, you know, we're seeing uh, utilization rates continue to rise. So the more aircraft fly, the more they need to be maintained and serviced. And so um, you'll drive 
I, I call it net jets row when you go past uh, Bombardier on Tyler because you see all the the net jets Bombardiers being serviced out there and, and right. it's always a it's always a stacked lineup so they're staying busy with service work and then they have special missions work out there as well um, you know for some uh, various defense and other programs so still work to be done here in Wichita um, but uh, obviously kind of the big news out of them for this year unfortunately is the end of that uh, Bombardier. Uh, Learjet assembly here in Wichita, the end of the program. So we'll see how that impacts employment uh, going forward. Hate to see that iconic jet go away. Yeah. They'll, they'll still be flying. But oh, yeah. Be making any more. So, yeah, they'll still be flying and we'll still do obviously a lot of service work on them. But uh, as for now, we won't be building any new ones unless somebody out there wants to, somebody listening to this podcast wants to go in on restarting the Learjet production. Let yeah. me know. I'll, Connect some dots. Let, let's <laughs> let's see how much we've got in our wallets, and we'll take a yeah. look at that. <laughs> National Institute for Aviation Research. A lot of announcements recently. It seems like they're yeah. keeping busy. What's new with them? Yeah, NIR is uh, really uh, you know growing and and doing some actually pretty exciting things here in Wichita. Uh, kind of the latest for them, they just received their first triple seven uh, from Boeing. It was actually a passenger jet for Emirates. Um, so it's in town now, and they're going to be converting that to a freighter aircraft uh, through a, a company they formed called the Kansas Modification Center, um, and then through a new lab out there that they call NIAR Works. So this is all uh, on the Air Capital Flight Line out by Spirit. So they have their first 777 in-house. I was out there the other day. Um, they're going to start ripping the seats out and doing all the other stuff they got to do to convert that to a, a freighter. But they, they see a continued opportunity not only with that, uh, but with various um, maintenance, repair, and overhaul work, MRO. Um, they had some 737s in there in their hangar that they are uh, uh, modifying to do uh, fire suppression. Um, so, you know, various various things they can do out there. Um, so pretty exciting. And, and uh, they really want to make Kansas, uh, not just Wichita, but make Kansas kind of like an MRO state. Um, so uh, that's what they're trying to do, and, and they got uh, a good jump start on it. And with all the connections, uh, you know, between John Tomlin and, and the rest of the team out there at NIR and, and government officials, I think we'll see a lot, a lot more of that work come to Wichita, and uh, uh, we'll see it kind of positively impact students who get an opportunity to learn on the job. And then also, you know, it employs mechanics and engineers and, and uh uh, pretty good opportunity. So they're, they're, they are definitely running with what they got. It's a good asset and they are moving forward with it. That is exciting stuff. Is there anything else we should be watching for in the next few weeks, months, the year? I, I think really for as far as aviation is concerned, it's going to be the, that passenger count number um, just as we watch through the fall. If, if uh, the Delta variant or other variants negatively impact it too much, you know, what do airlines do in terms of, do they hold off on orders? Um, you know, do we see any more, you know, shutdowns or anything like that? I, I, I doubt it. I don't, I don't know that there's a, a huge appetite for that, at least in the U.S., but it, it could still slow um, passenger uh, traffic, which that will in turn kind of slow the ramp up, uh, both Boeing and Airbus, which then impacts our supplier base. So I think that would be kind of the big story to watch the rest of the year is, is kind of just how, um, business travel specifically uh, is impacted by um, continues to be impacted by COVID. So hopefully it's it's not too bad and we're almost you know through the worst of it and we really start to see things ramp back up. 
Um, I know, for example, I believe MBAA uh, is still, uh, I believe, uh, holding in-person event in October. So, you know, um, uh, hopefully we see more and more of those kind of events through the through the rest of the year and that people can get out to them and, and travel and, and uh, continue to boost those numbers, which in turn boosts production in Wichita. So that's what we want to see. Seems like more optimism for the industry at this point. We'll be watching uh, all your stories that uh, you'll be putting on wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thanks for all your hard work. Aerospace journalist Daniel McCoy, thanks for being with me. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 224. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Kirk Semenoff, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.